From somewhere in Northeast Indiana, Mike Davidson lives. And now your host of the podcast, Mike Davidson. Well, they say what uh, the best laid plans of mice and men often go astray. And seeing how I'm uh, one of those two groups, yep. That applies to me. Hell yes. Mr. Rob Roop, thank you very much. It's me. It's Mike. This is Mike Davidson Lives. Thanks for hanging out here for the next half hour. Thanksgiving edition. Canceled. Yes, the Thanksgiving episode is canceled, so I'm replacing it with Thanksgiving episode. Um, What was originally going to happen, and I tried recording this Saturday. I'm recording this late, late Wednesday night, uh, right before Thanksgiving. Like I said, I wouldn't. Um, but I was trying to get my sisters on the horn, and by horn, I mean internet. Yet, kids wouldn't understand what the hell the horn means, but, uh, yeah, try to get that going. Couldn't get anything recorded. Things kept dropping in terms of audio. I think it was on their end. Schedules, uh, conflicted, and, eh, so here I am flying solo, but, uh, rest assured, I'll try to make it up to them. Uh, they are in Indiana here in a couple of weeks, so maybe I can get uh, both of them to sit across the way here and record an episode. Don't know. Uh, don't know how that's going to fly. Uh, we shall see. But uh, yeah, I, I still have things to talk about with this holiday because it is my favorite holiday after all. My wife loves this holiday as well. Uh, but before I get into the nuts and bolts, there are some things going on in around the world uh, that are kind of Thanksgiving related. Uh, the big one, and does it get any bigger than Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? Uh, which I know you just love hearing about because they don't stop ever talking about these two. Uh, it's the greatest relationship ever, after all. Um, but apparently, originally, uh, he and she were going to spend Thanksgiving together. Uh, she was down in uh, Rio, Brazil, and unfortunately over the weekend at her show, a young woman died. I guess it was ungodly hot down there. She uh, died of heat exhaustion or something like that. And so Taylor Swift, understandably upset. Uh, but this is this is the headline from Cosmo, uh, you know, one of the big uh, young lady magazines out there or websites. I, I don't know if anybody ever publishes anything anymore and it's on the newsstands but uh the headline reads is this taylor swift's thanksgiving plans are quote up in the air after quote traumatic experience in brazil why is traumatic in quote um maybe it's because uh, she said it or one of her reps said it but i mean if you knew somebody died at a show you were doing yeah you'd be upset about it but uh our th- Taylor Swift's Thanksgiving plans really the most tragic thing about this show, Cosmopolitan? Uh, GAFC, right? Uh, that's that's basically what I kind of got from that. Um, yikes. Not a cult. Not a cult at all. But, uh, yeah, people are upset about her not having a good Thanksgiving. Meanwhile, this weekend, I plan on eating a pound of stuffing. Life goes on. Uh, Martha Stewart, by the way, not hosting Thanksgiving this year. I guess she was uh, talking to uh, one of those daytime talk shows that I don't have time to sit and watch because, uh, as you know, I have a daytime job. But she said she was going to like four or five different Thanksgiving dinners. I mean, she is 80. So I, I get that, you know, she wants to kind of wind down on the on the hosting thing. She's been hosting things since, you know, she was like three. Um, but she's going to four or five different dinners 
That's insane. Um, but I guess when you're rich and famous, you have no shortage of friends that want to woo you or hang out with you. Um, I don't know, man. I I guess it's cool because those are four or five dinners in which you don't have to clean up after. And it's almost like having leftovers in your fridge, only warm and fresh. And uh, you don't have to put them in your fridge. And you don't have to worry about... Uh, uh, foodborne illness as much because it's all it's all cooked. I I don't know that many people to go to four or five different Thanksgiving dinners. Uh, but you know I, I don't hang around that crowd. Okay, because uh, this time of year people like to be upset about everything. I thought I would entertain you with uh, reading just a few progressive headlines. Uh, yeah, and I. I know that there are some conservatives out there boycotting the Macy's Day Parade this weekend because I guess they get there's a a, a, a non-binary or binary a, a nary like performer performing at the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade um, and they have a lot of performers from Broadway in the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade so there's a lot of people out there now understanding that occasionally there is a gay person in the in the parade right but not just just not just on the right but like uh you know there are people on the left that get upset and it seems like people on the left get more upset than people on the right but then again uh, i don't bring up thanksgiving uh, or, or politics at uh, thanksgiving i i usually just kind of rant and rave with this thing um but uh, i thought i would just kind of uh, photoshop some of these these headlines, I think this is from uh, the Fox News website. Uh, liberal columnists call for Americans to decolonize Thanksgiving, promoting truthsgiving. Truthsgiving. Uh, basically, uh, I'm just going to stop right there. Anybody that comes to my dinner table uh, with the message of truthsgiving uh, will get a to-go plate. If I'm feeling generous enough, I'm just there to enjoy family and friends. That's that's it. That's it. I don't need this. Uh, that, that was from Fox News. Uh, uh, USA Today, the truth about Thanksgiving, the indigenous fight against erasure. Um, which is kind of funny because here, uh, here stateside, uh, as, as uh, you know, everybody's right, uh, hand-wringing about Thanksgiving and pilgrims and Indians and all that. Yeah, we, we, we have professional and collegiate teams doing away with Native American uh, nicknames. And, and granted, some of them are slur-like in nature, but you do have tribal names you could have gone with. Something a little more flattering, but uh, you can't do that. But damn you uh, for forgetting about uh, indigenous people if you're spending time with your family this Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, God help me, Daily Cause. An open letter to my younger progressive relatives mad at Biden this thing. <laughs> Excuse me, I still have this cough. Okay, so this sounds like an older an older progressive parent. I no, I didn't click on the headline because I, I think I would laugh myself into a, into a coma. Uh, so I'm taking it like older progressives pro-Biden, younger progressives, uh, why can't we have Bernie? That's that's kind of the vibe I get from this headline, uh, from the Daily Cause. Uh, I'm just imagining uh, <laughs> progressive uh, household, uh, you know, mom, dad, 
or uh, uh, whatever combination of parents you want to use. And the kid's sitting across the table. Um, you know, everybody's just kind of uh, glaring at each other, mouthfuls of uh, Tuferki and Kale. Uh, well, maybe not Kale. It depends. Does Kale, does Kale feel, feel pain? And, you know, progressive mom or uh, whoever it may be opens up and goes, well, you know, he has done some good things. And that's, and that's where the chaos uh, descends. And then uh, finally, uh, whatever Mix 106 is, five ways to trigger a conservative Idaho family on Thanksgiving. Because misery is why you hang out with people, right? Uh, if, if you want to be miserable with a group of people, just, uh, you know, don't take the day off. Go to work. That's what you should do. So, yeah, I, I just thought I would read those headlines. I didn't want to get uh, uh, too headlong into it because this is the Thanksgiving episode and there's other things to talk about with this uh, this great holiday. There is uh, a survey. I posted this a day or two back. I'm recording this late Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Mike Davidson Facebook page about uh, how women feel more stressed during the holidays than men do. And it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, even in this modern age, women do, uh, and of course there are outliers, women do spend more time with uh, holiday meal prep than dudes do. And uh, so there is a little stress. I don't think it's so much uh, in this household because tomorrow I'm taking care of the turkey. Uh, my wife has already baked the pies for tomorrow night, or tomorrow's you know dinner. And she will uh, get coffee brewing too, which is great. Her mom's handling the sides. I think my parents are bringing up a side and maybe an appetizer. So we we kind of uh, uh, delegated different roles to everybody. I don't think there's much. I don't think there's any stress really with us because we're just like okay, everything's good to go. I will say this like a couple days ago because I got the turkey thawing out in my mother-in-law's fridge. I was a little worried because I got it out Sunday night or Sunday afternoon, not Sunday night. Um, and I was wondering if it was going to be ready just in time for me to cook it Thursday morning. And, uh, you know, checked on it when, uh, Tuesday night and a lot of it had already defrosted. So I'm like, we're good to go. No stress. Um, I would have to think it's because if you're stressed, it's because you're inviting somebody typically you don't normally want to associate with somebody who's less than for, uh, than forgiving. And this could be a parent. This could be an in-law, most likely an in-law. This could be uh, that uh, lazy, shiftless, do-nothing cousin. It could be a whole lot of things. Uh, that's where the stress comes from. I mean, if if you've been doing, if, if you've been making meals your entire life, you kind of know the rhythm and you, you know what to do and you know how to prep. That in itself is not tricky. It's usually just the unwanted company. So, I mean, the best thing you could do to alleviate stress is not to invite that company, by the way. But a lot of people have to kind of bear and grin it when they go through that. All right, so uh, we'll have to see uh, how right I was with these NFL picks. Uh, again, late Wednesday night, early Thursday morning. So next episode, I'll go back in wince and pain and see how I did. I'm going to go with the Lions over the Packers. Uh, although uh, Jared Goff watching him perform against the Bears is a human turnover machine. 
Cowboys against uh, the former Washington Indigenous people. Uh, I'm going to go with Command Skins as a name, but the Cowboys should romp all over the Command Skins. So I'm going to go with Cowboys. And then uh, San Fran, Seattle. That, that's probably the better game on the docket. And that could go either way, but I'm going to go with San Fran. Um, those are my picks for uh, for NFL Thanksgiving Day. And, uh, okay, what the hell, Black Friday, uh, Dolphins over Jets because Jets, they have no offense. Um, this week, by the way, uh, 22 years ago this week, perhaps the greatest halftime show of any football game ever done. And uh, that would be Creed performing live Thanksgiving Day down in uh, Irving, Texas. Dallas Cowboys taking on uh, uh, Denver Broncos halftime. Um, and I think I think the song they came out the gate with was uh, Higher. And, you know, it, it, it's so cornball to look back at it because it was Creed. I mean, the first album those guys ever did, My Own Prison, not bad. That's a pretty solid rock album. I wouldn't say it was anything great or groundbreaking, but yeah, he, he had a few catch tunes on that. But then, you know, when you have a big album and everybody uh, is drawn to it, you start thinking stuff like, oh, I'm just like Bono, I'm just like Eddie Vedder. I think that's what happened with Scott Stapp, and, you know, Creek kind of went down that uh, went down that path a little bit. And it kind of led to some ruin. But it's funny because every year, Thanksgiving game is uh, when Dallas kicks off uh, their uh, Red Kettle campaign for the Salvation Army, which, I mean... As much as you don't like the Cowboys, as much as you don't like Jerry Jones, it is a very uh, cool thing that they do, and Salvation Army does great things. And I guess usually uh, it starts off with Jerry kind of handing over a check to uh, to the uh, the crew at the Salvation Army. Well, just before the check presentation that sh- uh, that year, Creed just freaking erupts. Like, they just erupt right there before the check's uh, being handed over. And, of course, Jerry Jones looks pissed off, and, you know... It, it's just, it's so funny to watch this thing unfold. And, of course, you got that that weird bald dude uh, with the flags, the acrobat coming out of the sky from seemingly nowhere. Uh, he looks like an extra from an REM video, right? And it's, <laughs> you don't get a lot of uh, halftime shows. I mean, I'll say that it is, as um, bad as it is, it's not as bad as you think it is. It's entertaining for all the wrong reasons. Uh, but, you know, one could make an argument that it is the you know, part of that Mount Rushmore of live performances of all time. You know, Beatles on Sullivan, Hendrix at Woodstock, Queen at Live Aid, and of course Creed, Thanksgiving Day, Dallas, 2001. Never forget. So, uh, here in Fort Wayne, uh, you know, in it's... Um, it's definitely the holidays now because uh, they've got uh, the festival lights up at Frankie Park. Uh, the downtown lighting ceremony happened uh, Wednesday night. And uh, high school basketball in the air. Definitely going to take the kids to go see the lights downtown. Of course, at Frankie Park. My, my son is obsessed with light bulbs. Don't know why, but he's just drawn to them. Um, so, thir- uh, la- last weekend... When it was warmer, when it was 60 and not 30, 
I uh, decided to, okay, we're going to switch out the Christmas lights now, get that put up so I'm not freezing my ass off Thanksgiving weekend. I know I know there's a lot of purists that are like, well, you got to wait till after Thanksgiving, you got to wait after Thanksgiving. Now, if you pay a mortgage and you're old and you don't like the cold, you can do whatever the hell you want, right? So, um, I, I'm, we, we had these yellow bulb lights that we strung up on the gutters from Labor Day up until last weekend, and we call them our fall lights. My son loves them, and they have kind of like this nice little warm glow when they're on, and, uh, uh, you know, he was inside, he wasn't, he wasn't feeling too well, and I was outside, and I'm taking them down, and he's standing there by the front storm door just crying, because I, you know, and I thought, oh my god, he's sad because he wants to be out here. Uh, go in later, and I find out for my wife that no, he was upset that you were taking the lights down. He didn't want you to do that. So as I'm taking them down to put up these blue icicle lights, he's crying about it. Like, I, I'm i trying to do my best to, you know, spread holiday cheer, and here he is traumatized by the effort that I'm putting in. It's like, I can't win with this kid. Um, he's sleeping right now. He's he's fine. Um, if, if he really wants to be traumatized, I could take him to the stores uh, this weekend. I don't think I'll be doing that. That's always a stressful thing for me. I think that's more stressful than putting up lights or cooking. Is just being out in public with other people. Um, last weekend, I was getting my uh, my holiday beer. It was Friday. It was before going to work. No, I didn't drink before going to work. It was just stop by Meyer, pick it up because it's cheaper than going to the liquor store. They have my beer, unlike the liquor store around the corner. You know, have it in the car and then, you know, go home when I uh, finish work. And there's the beer put in the fridge. Uh, and I thought, okay, Friday before Thanksgiving, uh, yeah, it's, the weekend's usually bad. The grocery stores are usually bad. Myers and department store, grocery store type thing for those who don't live in the Midwest. I thought I wouldn't have any trouble getting my beer. And it was already packed. It was like 10 in the morning on a Friday. And I'm thinking, did people just, you know, not go to work today to go shopping for food? Apparently that's what they did. So I've made this mental note, you know, Thanksgiving, week before, don't go to the grocery stores, Week after, uh, weekend after, don't go to the department stores or the mall because people are insane. And uh, it, it, it does it does affect your stress levels a little bit. Um, by the way, I, legit question, Black Friday, is that a thing? I just, I mean, I'm sure that there'll be an uptick of traffic at the stores Friday because people get bored. People don't want to be around each other. Yeah, you go to the mall, you walk around, you go to Walmart, whatever, you shop the deals, whatever. But it doesn't seem like there's that madness that there once was. Like 10 years ago, I remember people camping out at Best Buy for the latest video game, the latest television. They were camped out. They would have folding chairs. I don't know if that's even happened this year. I don't think that's happened in the last five years. Um, I don't know if there's that midnight madness to go out and buy stuff. I mean, it used to be Black Friday started like Tuesday. It got to be so bad. And stores were open on Thanksgiving. Now you have stores that are closed. Yeah, I think it's just because more and more people stay at home and they go cyber shopping, Cyber Monday. They, they buy their stuff online, get discounts, and you avoid the stress, of course, if you're a delivery person, you're stressed the F out because everybody's doing that now. But I've never, I don't think I've ever gone Black Friday shopping, ever. Even on my days off because I just, I know the hassle. 
it's better to sit at home with leftovers and uh, college football than it is to go out and argue and fight with people just to save a few bucks. And it's not to say that I don't go Christmas shopping. I do plan on doing that a little earlier this year, just not Black Friday weekend. I have a personal uh, shopping philosophy, and it served me well. Shop where they ain't, when they ain't. Uh, you know, go when there's fewer people there, so you're not waiting forever to do stuff. So, yeah, uh, this weekend, watching the football games um, when I can, watching movies on it when I can. Thanksgiving movies don't really exist. I mean, if, uh, if you're a music fan, there's uh, uh, The Last Waltz that Martin Scorsese directed back in the late 70s, and that was the last live performance of the band. Uh, Robbie Robertson, unfortunately, passed away, I think, earlier this year. You know, he was, he was a big uh, member of that band. And, of course, uh, the comedy classic, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, uh, which I will watch again here this weekend, maybe a couple of times. Uh, do, miss, do miss John Candy. Um, but there's just not there's just not that glut of Thanksgiving movies, thanks to the fact that Thanksgiving is sandwiched in between Halloween and Christmas. I mean, the one holiday, all you have to do is have stupid, horny, sexy teens smoking pot out in the woods, you know, and some crazy guy with a knife, you got yourself a Halloween movie. There's, there is no shortage of horror movies out there that you can air during October, the whole month of October. And then, you know, Lifetime and Hallmark and all these other channels, they have all these romance Christmas movies and all these holiday specials on the networks. And, you know, there, there is no dearth of holiday movies for those two holidays. But Thanksgiving, man, as big a holiday as it is, doesn't have a lot of movies. Uh, and it's, it's kind of hard to find one. Uh, I, I do argue that The Godfather is a Thanksgiving movie because, I mean... And I've said it for a few years now. It's about family. Lo and behold, last year, AMC was running a Godfather marathon with one, two, and three on very, very late. All throughout Thanksgiving weekend up until they started showing Christmas movies, I think Saturday night or something like that. So I was validated by that. Uh, there was one movie my wife uh, used to like. I don't know if she really likes it about anymore, but... Uh, Dan in Real Life with uh, Steve Carell, uh, Julia Binoche, who's, who's attractive as hell. Uh, you know, he's a widower. He's got three daughters. Uh, in holiday weekend, he goes up to visit his family. He's got brothers and sisters and all that stuff. And one of his brothers, uh, played by Dan Cook, uh, is uh, the fiance. His fiance is Julia Binoche, who Steve Carell's attracted to. And in real life. You know, we're talking about Day Dan in real life. Dane in real life would never land a chick like Julia Benouche. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's a romantic comedy. But my wife used to like it, but then she realized how obnoxious this family was in this movie. Like we were watching it, like every every day they were doing some fun family activity. Like, hey, we got to get up, we got to go, you know, do calisthenics outside or play flag football or. Something like they're always doing something, and there's like no downtime just to you know read a freaking book, right? And then, um, they try hooking up uh, Steve Carell's character with this girl whose uh, nickname was like Pig Face in high school. By the way, the girl uh, ends up being Emily Blunt, uh, who is the opposite of Pig Face, she's a very attractive uh, actress, very talented actress. So, there's a scene. In this movie, 
where before she comes over and Steve Carell, you know, meets her, meets up with her, the family is singing along to the piano, pig face, pig face. And the mom and dad are just smiling as the, as the brothers are doing this. It's like, what an a-hole family, right? I mean, here's, I mean, if, if somebody else's family was singing about your kid this way, you'd want to go over and beat that family's ass, wouldn't you? And here's this family, like, oh, that's okay, yeah. This 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 woman had a traumatic childhood, and uh, we'll we'll just uh, we'll laugh it up. It's it's being played up for laughs. Not that I'm doing this for cancel culture, mind you. I'm just saying, if somebody was singing about your kid, you'd probably want to beat their ass. And if your kids were singing this about some other kid, you'd probably want to you know reprimand them somehow. All right, so no Thanksgiving movies. Uh, no no shortage of the predictable Thanksgiving news stories either i mean i'm taking it as you're listening to this you're not sleeping in an airport but like triple uh, a did say like 55.4 million americans would travel this holiday weekend and uh, that's a record so it's not well i mean it's a uh what, what was it 55.4 million would travel a distance of 50 miles or greater this holiday weekend and that's a record uh but then of course the other predictable snowstorm uh not really a snowstorm, it was a rainstorm this time, but, you know, the Thanksgiving storm that could strand you at the airport. Yes, you know, if, if you're not careful, you'll be sleeping at an airport. And yet, somehow, magically, Thanksgiving always seems to happen. But these are like little beats and rhythms uh, in news media. And then there's uh, my favorite one, which is the deep fryer. I used to deep fry turkeys quite a bit um, from high school up until hell. I was pro the last time I probably deep fried a turkey. I would have to say maybe ten years ago. It's been a bit, uh, but my dad loved loved it when I would uh, deep fry turkeys. In fact, uh, so much so, he would have me deep fry not one, not two, but three fifteen pound turkeys in the backyard down in Indy. Uh, each one injected with different flavors. And so that way he would have plenty of turkey lasting him an entire week that he could make into sandwiches. That's how addicted he was to turkey. But we did this outside because, you know, we're smart. But there, every year you get that news story. It's like, uh, just a reminder, uh, you don't want to have your deep fryer in the kitchen this holiday season because it could start a fire. As if you weren't smart enough to realize that boiling oil seeping over the edges of a pot onto the floor uh and if it's a wood floor watch out yeah like you weren't smart enough to figure this out on your own the problem with these news stories every every year they put these out the people that are watching them already know this the people that need to know this aren't watching them so there's no point in them putting this story on and i i always get a chuckle out of it. it's like the people that they need to save aren't freaking watching them because you know they're probably out back smoking meth i don't what else can you say um and, and by the way my dad keeps asking me if i'm going to deep fry a turkey this year the answer is like uh no nah, I, I i i pay a mortgage i've got a furnace and uh, i i don't like being cold so that's what wins over man is like uh, you, know, you just put it in the oven yeah i know instead of an hour and a half i have to wait three or four hours oh no but uh it's it's nice to be indoors it really is um thanksgiving though side dishes uh my mother-in-law's working on them my mom and dad are bringing up uh, 
a green bean casserole type of thing. Uh, I was really thinking about this because they were talking about if you could eliminate, I saw this meme, if you could eliminate one side dish, what would it be? And I was looking at the meme. I've, in fact, I've got it on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. One of the side dishes that they have pictured is potato salad. Now, I know we're, uh, you know, especially here in the Midwest, carb obsessed, carb fanatics, you know, mashed potatoes, yams, you know, stuffing, all sorts of, uh, you know, rolls, everything. Potato salad I've never seen at a Thanksgiving dinner. I've seen plenty of potato salad at a 4th of July picnic, and I have no problem with potato salad. Thing is, potato salad, not a Thanksgiving side dish, in my opinion. Now, uh, maybe if they had Australian Thanksgiving where it's summer, or getting close to summer, that makes sense, but I don't think they got one. Uh, you know, it's a prison colony, so the you know that they didn't have a lot to be thankful for. They were being sent to a prison colony, uh, so that's uh, yeah, that's not. Um, I'm kidding, by the way. That's not a side dish. Uh, a couple others, I, I guess. Uh, yams, sweet potatoes. I don't hate yams or sweet potatoes, but they're usually just the last one that I usually get on my plate. It's it's something I usually don't get. Because everything else is on there. So, yeah, that's that's the one I would avoid. Uh, and finally, things you don't want to talk about Thanksgiving. You know, look, I'm an opinionated guy. I don't want to bring chaos to the table. So, there's a lot of things that I won't talk about. Uh, my dad, on the other hand, well, I'll just let him roll. <laughs> The important thing is, is as much as I want to drink sometimes, I'm not going to drink because that would make things worse. No, no seriously, I, I do look forward to seeing him and my mom up here, my brother too, and of course my mother-in-law. I will see my sisters in a couple of weeks. I am thankful for a lot of stuff. Like, uh, you know, I mentioned the house. It's a great house. Love my wife dearly. We have been married now, oh man, eight years. Eight years, eight wonderful years, uh, you know, beautiful daughters, Love my boy, love my son. Uh, just a, a lot to be thankful for. No matter how rough 2023 is, no matter how rough 2024 might be, who knows what the future brings. You just have to sit back and thank God, thank uh, your lucky stars, thank whatever, that you are where you are. And I hope to God you and yours enjoy your Thanksgiving and your holiday weekend. And I appreciate you listening and hanging out. We'll see if the, the football picks are right. Uh, but don't don't mortgage your house off of anything, I say. Until next time, stay fresh. You've been listening to Mike Davidson Live. Be sure to check him out on social media. Like him at Facebook.com backslash M Davidson Live. Follow him on Twitter. Look for at Davidson Live.